This month's Stakes is High podcast is sponsored by American Income Life Indiana, the Cunningham Agency. Think you have what it takes to play for a championship team? Are you ready to take your life to the next level? Our sponsor, American Income Life Indiana, the Cunningham Agency, was voted top workplace by IndyStar, best place to work in Indiana, one of Forbes' happiest companies to work for, and featured on ESPN. This great agency is looking for business athletes. If you are competitive, driven, fun, self-motivated, and enjoy helping and interacting with new people on a regular basis, then this is the job for you. If you want to roll with the winners, visit their website at www.ailofindiana.com forward slash careers. Again, that is www.ailofindiana.com forward slash careers. When applying, be sure to reference the Stakes is High podcast and tell them we sent you Stakes is High podcast. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 on 911. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas, trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. TC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, the real podcast, having a real conversation with real people, and I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, brother? I'm chilling, my man. Chilling. How about yourself? Good, man. Good, man. You know, another another recording, another episode to get it in. Yeah. Back at it again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How was your weekend, man? It was cool, man. Uh, you know, chill. Didn't really do too much. Um, you know, this past weekend was uh, Mother's Day weekend, so I ran over um, across the state line and hung out with mom. Uh, took her out to breakfast and whatnot, and um, you know, hung out around the house. And and then uh, my stepdad, he he brought the grill out. You know, cooked a little food for for dinner and whatnot. And that's it, man. You know. Stopped by and I uh, saw my my um, my stepmother, my uh, my dad's wife, and visit her for a second, and that was it, man. So my weekend was chill, man. Mostly just visiting family and you know my mother's. That's about it. What about yourself? Uh, man, the same, man. I went to my auntie's, man, and uh, you know mm-hmm. did the mother mother days thing, man, and um, you know enjoy ate good, ate ate too much probably. You know what I mean? Man. Man, <laughs> man, he grilled them ribs. He grilled some ribs, and uh, yeah, 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 man. Them down. Hey, man, <laughs> I, I sent a text out to a couple people, man, that who, um, I think a lot of people forget individuals who don't have mothers or who mothers weren't that active in their life. So I sent a couple shout outs mm-hmm. to them, man. A couple texts to a couple individuals that I knew. I'm not gonna say the name, but I sent it out to them, man. Like, yo, man, keep your head. I know this is probably it could be. You know, a day that, you know, a lot of people probably forget about them. You know what I mean? So, hey, mm-hmm. man, um, yeah, I, I sent that out to them, man. So, yeah, man, we have to, 
Because, man, you go on social media during Mother's Day, it's like, damn, you know what I mean? It's all over. Oh, yeah. So, it's all over the so, place. So, yeah, bro. yeah, man, we, we, we have to remember those. And, hey, man, Father's Day coming up, so same thing, man. So I know yeah. you, uh, it's good to appreciate and enjoy, you know, your fathers and the fathers that's here. But also remember everyone may not have, you know, their father here or uh, fathers who weren't that active. So, so yeah, right. man, um, happy Mother's Day if we haven't told you guys. But, yeah, man sure you um last episode man uh you know I, I think we got some good listens man i appreciate everyone who listened to last episode and uh tuned in to that and if you haven't tuned into that tc where can they find us at stakes is high pod that's on facebook instagram and twitter all of our episodes you can find on soundcloud itunes google play stitcher iHeartRadio, and spotify and if you have any questions comments concerns or interested in being a guest on the show Please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to our sponsor. What up, man? We appreciate our sponsor. I got to keep saying that. And anyone out there who is looking to become, um, to to run an ad on our show, uh, please hit us up at our uh, Gmail or Texas or whatever, man. We've had... Um, shout out to Paul, man. I do want to give a special shout out to Paul because, hey, man, he ran an ad on our uh, show. And, hey, man, I, I I actually took him in on that, man. So I was working with Paul for a little while as a part-time gig doing mm-hmm. some of the work. So, um, you know, anyone else out there is looking for to do, you know, low-cost ad to run an ad on our show, uh, please check us out. Hit us up on our Gmail account. All right? Yeah. All right, we have a guest, man. I'm excited mm. about this guest. I'm kind of, yeah. uh, bum- I'm kind of bummed out. I'm in this place and I don't smell no food. <laughs> hey, but, man. You know. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of, you know, I let her speak on, on, on the restaurant type, but I'm a fan of that type of food, so I can't wait to come back and and, and uh, try it out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. Actually, actually, we have two guests. I shouldn't shouldn't say, but we have um, another guest here who's here who actually connected this. Um, this guest our, our you know our main guest so uh, i want to let our the moral support guests do the introduction and everything um but first we do have uh tandy here who has been a very very uh supportive person of the stakes is high podcast i think she ran in like um Second place to the to the biggest uh, listener in our 100th. Remember, we had our 100th. Uh, K dot ended up winning, but Tandy came in second as far as the support goes, as far as a listen. So I appreciate her all the time, and she continues to send us guests and you know really support um, not only the stakes is high, but she supports her own people. So I do want to give her mm-hmm. a shout out. What up, Tandy? What up? <laughs> Yo, welcome back. What's happening? Nothing much. Just, you know, sitting here, shooting the breeze. Stakes <laughs> <Six> is high. <laughs> no, seriously. seriously. <laughs> hey, thank you. I do want to give you a thank you. Uh, you know, I've thought, I, I thank you uh, a lot, you know, outside of uh, all the guests that you've given and the support that you've given us. Um, so I, I want to thank you live on air and tell you thank you, man. You've been rocking with us since day one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, man. So thank you so much. Thank you're you so welcome. much. I like to support my people. Yeah, man. Um, our guest, I want you to do the the honor of introducing our guest and 
Okay. Give a give a give a good one. I'm about to give her. Okay. So the guest we have is Q Alexander. Um, she is an eyebrow extraordinaire, like the bomb for eyebrows. If you're in Indianapolis and you need to get your eyebrows done, she is who you need to go to. Um, she is a Fort Wayne native, like myself, so hometown. And then she has just opened up a new pizza joint called The Missing Brick. So she is phenomenal and cute. Hello, hello. Nice to be here. Nice to be here. Hey, thank you. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for joining us here on The Stakes is High. I've been seeing social media has been going crazy with this with your restaurant this week so i was ex very excited to come on and you know get you on the show and have you talk about the restaurant oh yeah we've had nothing but an outpour of support from indy i am slightly overwhelmed because sometimes you know new things are hard to bring in but i knew mm -hmm. this was something that not only our city needed but our culture needed uh, we need to embrace it more here in Indiana. So the Missing Brick is the name of the restaurant. It's located at 6404 Rucker Road. That's 65th in Benford, northeast side. And the Missing Brick is everything Indy's been missing as far as pizza goes. It's a great way to build back the community brick by brick. The Missing Brick is part of collaborations, so Two of our pieces, I collaborated with successful brick and mortar restaurants. The Trap Seafood is one, so she introduced our Trap Seafood pizza. And then I also- and Shout out to Oya, Oya. She's Oya, Oya, yes. She's been on the show before, she's come on. So, so she, yeah, shout out yeah. she's actually been a great mentor and everything, cause not too many know, but I have no experience in the restaurant business. This is something that I actually studied for a year and taught myself through conventions and mentors. So she was actually one. So I was happy that she was on board to not only let us use her OG garlic butter sauce, but also for her to create the recipe. Our second collaboration was with Hanks at Hanks Brisket off of 28th and Martin Luther King. He supplies our brisket and his. I've been there before. I've been there before. His award-winning yeah, yeah. barbecue sauce for our pizza, which is the Woodstock, which is like a meat lover for me and just barbecue and beef and cheese. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to create something that had great vibes, had great music, had great food, and just a place where people can come, hang out, and connect. We feel like pizza is communal. It's something you should share. So why not share and bond with your community over good food and a good atmosphere? Mm -hmm. can, I say, can I say something? I love the fact that you collaborated with locals. Um, you know, brick and mortars because you guys kind of touched on on your last show how some person might create a barbecue spot yes. and then you know somebody else trying to be in competition with them will create a barbecue spot like down the street mm -hmm. and yep. instead of working together you know it's a competitive thing so I like the fact that you have collaborated with Chef Oya and Hank yes. I think that's that's dope that you know you three could come together and create something for our culture, for our people. And it would be great if more people thought like that. Because that's where things are moving. It's moving in collaboration, not competition. So I thought, why not me be the first to bridge that gap and show people how to do it? 
Because um, a lot of people don't know how to collaborate without giving up their secrets or without thinking they're going to take a loss throughout the collaboration. Mm -hmm. And this is not a loss to take. This is a win-win situation. However, um, a lot of people who come in here are not only clients from the spa, but they people that I know. So they may not know about Hanks. Right. right. Until they bite that pizza and be exactly. like, where we get this brisket from? <laughs> or you may not even eat seafood until you eat that pizza. And like, I'm like, well, you know, during the day you can get a whole boil from Chef Oil. We just put our boil on the pizza. That's all we did. So mm -hmm. right, right. I think in that way, and I didn't compete with them on hours. Like, I knew her place ended at three. So if you still wanted to get that trap flavor, come on down to the pizza joint at five. It, that was the way we did it. So it's a full run circle, and I'm still purchasing from them at cost. So there is right. no loss here. You will still be making these ingredients regardless. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to get past that what we're going to lose and start thinking about what we're going to gain as far as the community. Right, right. Um, and like like Sandy said, that that is something that you know we talked about, and um, it's dope that you you know you are doing that. Um, and it's just it's ba it's basically piggybacking off each other you know what i'm saying and that's what we try to do with other podcasts like all right cool listen to them all right maybe five of their guests may listen to here. yeah so that's that's, mm -hmm. that's real dope that you're doing that is what you're supposed to do and right. if you look at other no one gets to the top by themselves that's the thing no one gets to the top by themselves why do you think our people you know, have that so, mindset <laughs> so I think um, those are the ones who ain't getting to the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no one gets to the top by themselves, whether you having people help you, having people ship out your orders, having people take orders. I mean, there's no way I could run this. Now, in the initial setup with me getting this, oh, I thought just me and my two sons were going to run this whole piece of joint. Not possible. <laughs> Not possible. Yeah. We are seven-person crew here. <laughs> um, of course, they are the mains, but I did hire other family to come in and assist as well. And we will grow even bigger once I open up the patio and have patio girls and things like that. But um, you cannot do it all alone. You're going to need some type of a support. And you're going to need some people that help you get, get you through certain obstacles that you're not even used to getting through. Yeah, that's that's cool. So let me ask you a question. Um, before we go into the restaurant, I, your mindset is it? Is it what? What? How do you get that kind of the mindset that you have there? Because I think a lot of people. I don't know if it's. I think a lot of people gain that mindset through trial and error. Uh, maybe having a business, a previous business, or did your eyebrow business kind of get you in that mindset, or was it something else that got you there? It was the eyebrow business because um, I've been doing that eyebrows for the last 10 years. For the first six years, I worked solo in my salon and I had three rooms available to rent out. <laughs> but I, I worked solo and for some reason I thought, oh, I can't trust anyone. No one's going to take care of the spa the way I take, take care of the spa. And one day a young lady walked in and she was like, I'm not happy where I'm at. So I gave her a shot. She's been with me for two years. And that's when I started trusting other people to come in and help you and just trust. Sometimes you might have to hire slow and fire fast, but you're going to need some help. So I thought once I started bringing people in and sharing that space, I felt the need to grow even bigger. So when it became to the missing brick, and creating that, my whole point was to bring in my sons who are living through this culture. They're 20 and 24. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. 
they have to work anyway for the rest of their lives. Why not work for themselves? Mm. And this is a teaching environment every day. I work four days out of the week with them. So a lot of times if I live with them in the same house, they're not going to learn what I want to teach them. But here it's a teaching experience every day. They learn life. They learn economics. So and if they decide to move on after five years, they have everything they need equipped with to go on and build different businesses and help other people get to the top. So mm -hmm. I think the mindset changed when I first started allowing people into my space, because that is hard to do. Right, 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 right. It is, and, but after that it's like, you cannot mm -hmm. operate solo, Q. You cannot operate solo. So I think um, going forward, these would be my next businesses, will be able to hire a community, will be able to help people see what they have in them and bring it out, because like, even dealing with my oldest son, who's 24, um, he didn't know his true gifts, mm. but he found them here. Man, I'm glad you brought that up because that's something I want to talk about when we, in one of the conversations we have. Um, I think it's something that's very hard when it comes to, especially in this generation, because if we look at our generation, it's always been taught to finish high school, go to college, play ball. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of, I think, I, I think that blueprint has, it's kind of old school. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of kids are missing out on finding their true passion and what they really want to do. Well, you know, high school kind of cut that out. You know, in high school, you was able to find your passion Come in on, your man. other classes. So when they cut out music, when they cut out the arts, you kind of cut out finding your passion. So it gears you to go to college. It yes, gears yes. you to go to the books. And although, remember shop class? Yes. Remember? But you yes. know who does a good job with that? Uh, Warren Central. They still. Okay. Warren Central. They still have a lot of the uh, the different arts that you can do. They got plumbing. They have girls can go to hair school, uh, hair dental school. school I think. They, they yes. still that. So I, I really, I, I really commend them for We continuing. have that in Fort Wayne. Yeah, cosmetology. Like, yeah. Cosmetology. Um, you have these auto, other automotive. outlets to show you what you're good yeah, at yeah, besides yeah. going to school. Then they eliminate it, whether it's due to budget or whatever. So, and nowadays you got these young kids, especially my young kids, and they're both young men. They they see what's on TV and they see these 23 and 24 year olds riding Bentleys and rapping and I'm telling them that's not real. <laughs> Yo Honda is the speed for you at 23. All 23 year olds in college ride, drive Toyotas and Hondas. So you're not behind. But in a sense, you know, so social media and TV got them thinking that they're so behind so then they start doing things they shouldn't do to catch up mm -hmm. then they never get caught up because they get caught in the system right. and that's what i'm trying to not have my Man, boys do is try to tough. keep it's up tough. and tough. end up getting caught up right it's tough it's, that's that's it's a tough it's a battle it's a battle yeah it's a battle yeah. every day because it makes it it looks so easy on social media oh it is because we show what you want to see <laughs> we don't show the <laughs> rental company <laughs> Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but before we go on, and, and I know TC, uh, I want you to bring up the Chicago experience you had a couple weekends ago. But um, before we do that, I do have a question. Um, you said you had no experience, and you, you touched on something a little earlier. You said pizza with sharing. Is there anything else that inspired you to go into pizza? 
because hey, I can eat pizza every day. We I eat pizza every day. Okay, so my youngest son eats pizza every day, and he was a ball player. And once he couldn't play ball anymore after high school, he was kind of lost. Because, you know, they spent four years playing ball. Well, really six, you started back in junior high, and he just couldn't find himself. He would go to job to job, job to job, unhappy. He just could not find himself. So last year, he started working at Papa John's. I hate to say it, but he was so happy. He was eating every day. <laughs> he had the 40% off, and he just liked it, running the oven. So... He I probably, he probably created his own pizza back then. I mean, he did. He, he created the OG. The OG is his. Like, and he told oh, me this is going to sell out, and it, it runs neck to neck with the trap. I was like, nah, I don't they want all that processed meat. Yes, they do. <laughs> so I, would, I really wanted to create something for them. And then my oldest son is social. He's just like me. He's a butterfly. He likes to talk. So we give him the mic, and he gives he takes the orders. So it was collab. It really was a collaboration of both of their personalities back here to make it work. And then um, as far as no experience, I don't know anything about restaurant, but I do know business. I do know supply and demand. So I just try. I started going to conventions, New Jersey, L.A., Miami, pizza conventions. Mm. And people don't know that whatever you are into, I don't care if it's a car wash, there are conventions for everything. Oh, for sure. Find oh, yeah. it. Go get your mentors. Man, because that's you how you're going to grow. Mm -hmm. At my point, I, I didn't realize that until I, with, until I started working at the Marriott. And there's conventions for yo. I almost bought a car wash. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> She's in there like eight thousand. There's con the there's conventions for toy trains. Yes. Like I mean, people come from <laughs> all over the country, yo. I promise. I like, swear. Yo. <laughs> I swear. It's whatever you want. If you are a trucker and you're looking <laughs> to figure out how you're going to get into the trucking business, there's a convention for it. Like so, that's what I did. And then once they realized, they started seeing me at the same conventions. Like, because first of all, everyone knows Pisa is a male-dominated area. Absolutely. It's a white-dominated male area. So I was really the only female but only black female in the convention mm -hmm. so it took them a while to want to talk to me but mm -hmm. they started seeing me showing up at all the conventions they was talking to me and then they started giving me the right information and here we are that's, that's awesome nice that's Very. um yes that's dope i love it uh tc i, I really want you to go into kind of tell the background of i know you talked about it last episode but i want you to go yeah. into to where q could kind of understand because i think that's a very good conversation for you know the feel of 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 the missing brick because i see you know um the painting and just kind of and there's a mic so but go ahead tell her what, you, what was you know kind of what your experience was and what we talked about last episode <clears throat> yeah 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 so um went to dinner uh you know me my girl and my uh my dad and stepmom um it's a spot you know out here uh close to me that you know we have been to uh when i say we you know me and my girl um friends and whatnot have been to uh previously a couple of times a few times actually and um you know uh had great experience it's a it's a seafood uh boil restaurant and um you know great experience is black owned uh first time we went you know like oh this is cool look nice in here 
you know, got our seat. Server was really nice. Owner was walking around talking to people. It was a soft opening. Um, you know, very pleasant uh, guy. You know, they had, you know, a little light tunes playing in the background. And it was, you know, a little, little R&B, you know, going on. Probably like some old school, a little bit here and there. So it was like, ah, oh, you know, I, I dig that. You know, they playing something we can... We can listen to, you know, it's cool, it's clean in here. You know, food was bomb, food was on point. So we like, oh yeah, like we, we definitely coming back. So, you know, went back a few times here and there. And then um, the time, in, you know, that in, in question uh, was when I went with my, you know, with my parents and, um, you know, we go and, and typically the times that we have went, uh, it was earlier in the day. Uh, like early afternoon, two, three o'clock, maybe something like that. And uh, this time we went. Um, it was around seven or so, um, early evening. And so we went. And um, first of all, it's packed. I was like, damn. I'm like, people didn't find out about this shit. You know, like it's packed in here. You know. And so I'm like, ah, right, it's all, it's all good, whatever. So get a seat finally, man, and sit down in the bar. And uh, it's first of all, it is loud. It's crazy loud. And uh, it's like, you know, we can barely hear, you know, one another talk. And so, um, you know, my folks ask, hey, you know, is it cool if you... When I say loud, is the music. Sorry, just be specific. Mm -hmm. And so my folks ask, you know, like, can you cut the music down a little bit? You know, and uh, the server was like, ah, oh, that's how the owner likes it. I I'll see if I'll, you know, be able to. But, you know, that's kind of how the owner likes it. And so, you know, they, they didn't trip too much. But, you know, my girl kind of, you know, was in, was in her feelings about it. It's just like... Uh, you know, you people try to come in here and, you know, have a good experience, a nice dinner experience. We bragged to you about this place and then we brought y'all here and, you know, it's loud. Um, it's a, it's a little more ratchet than it, it normally was in, in the times that we went, you know, quote unquote ratchet, as to say. Um, mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, and so the music actually went up louder. Uh, somebody, I guess, either the owner or someone asked that it, that it get turned up. So at this point, we like yelling at one another, you know, across the table. Um, unedited music, you know what I mean? Mm. He's playing whatever. Uh, you know, sitting right behind us is like a little white family. And, you know, I'm sure they probably going through. Well, I, I, I'm not going to assume, but um, I, I, I would think that this wasn't, you know, the type of environment they might be used to when, you know, going to a restaurant. But, you know, whatever. Uh, they got a kid with them. So I'm like, yo, there's loud music. They playing rap, you know, it's unedited you know, um, it's just, you know, that, that kind of a situation. So, um, and my girl was kind of upset about it. It's like, you know, you're trying to, you know, you want to come in here for a nice family environment for dinner and, you know, you got all this going on. And then my comment to her was like, you know, maybe, maybe the nice family environment is not what they're going for. So, you know, if you bitch a fit and say, well, you know, this is, you know, I'm not coming back here. Or if anyone's like, well, I'm not coming back here. It's too loud. And da, 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 da. And, you know, the owner probably like, all right, cool. You know, I'm sorry. Sorry you felt that way. But, you know, that's, that's what we do in here. So, mm -hmm. um, that, and that was kind of how I, how I, how I looked at it. You know, it's like, um, I, I take the, you know, that kind of a situation is like, all right, if, and, and with any situation, especially if you're going into an establishment, you know, if this is the, the ambiance and the environment of the establishment um, that the owner is painting, you know, it's like, I, I just find it hard to believe that, you know, you know, one or two complaints here from a customer is going to change, you know, the vision, the owner's vision for their 
restaurant. Like if that's you know the experience they want you to have when you come in, they want it to be loud. They want you to dance in your seat. You know they want you to see people that look like you. You know the the the, the white man with his family that complains you know, about it being loud. It's not gonna you know get him to change mm-hmm. how he's running running the business. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that that was that was the that was the experience I had. I, I, I want to go back. I'm, I'm good with it. I just probably want to take my parents who, you know, in their late 60s, you know, that, that's not that's not their vibe. It's not their environment. But would I go? For sure. Um, yeah, I totally understand. Um, my environment here at the Missing Brick is a 21 and over establishment. We It's not a family dining event. <laughs> we open up at 5 p.m. And I think where... Um, management went wrong on that level is not having a set business model because you've seen it one way then you came back and it's a totally different way and sometimes the the music genre will change towards the the end of the night because it's a different crowd towards the end of the night however Mm -hmm. I wanted to be very clear that um, this is a 21 and over establishment inside because that's where the music is played we do play socially good music for everyone we play a lot of um mixed music that throw in some old school r&b so we step back here a lot me and my son you know we kind of like really mm-hmm. engage with our clients with good music um because music is a one way to engage with other people yes. with um sure. so and then but i do say this it's no different from when you walk into any Mexican restaurant and they have Latino music playing and we have to listen to that or they come out with a live band and they stand by your table and they hitting them tangerines (laughs) and and the thing is we will serve you but you're going to listen to what we listen to because this is our culture well the same thing kind of goes for when you walk into the missing brick um, mm-hmm. We will serve you and we will love on you, but you're going to have to experience this vibe. And it's a really yeah. good vibe. So that's why it's a joint that opens up at 5 p.m. I eliminated a lot of what you went through because I get a mm-hmm. lot of messages about daytime hours. And I won't do daytime hours because two things. Our pizzas are craft pizzas. The dough is fresh. We make them when you order them, just like Steak and Shake. You're going to have to sit for Mm -hmm. 20 minutes. But that's also why we created the ambiance of the inside, along with having a liquor permit to sell you craft beer or a nice wine for you to Mm -hmm. relax and wait um, for your pizza. And you you can eat there, eat here, or take it to go. But I believe from the beginning, I knew what I wanted to have here. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a family oriented space because kids have Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) So like, we need a place. (laughs) All right. You're 21. That's like, like all, like no one under 21 is allowed in the restaurant at any time. Or does that kick in like at a certain hour? Or is that like from five to close? It, we are 5 to close. We're 5 to 10 or 5 to midnight. The inside dining area is for 21 and over only because we cannot separate the dining room from the bar. So it's yeah, a state got law. You, got yeah. you. Yep. But they can sit you. on the patio. Yeah, yeah. My got question. You. Okay. Yeah, my question, my question to the, the experience in Chicago, um, is that a good business model? Meaning, meaning I understand 21 and over, but... If you're playing 21 Savage the whole time, 
it's kind of like I, I think you said something you said we play a, a wide mix of music to where if that 65 year old person comes in they're not hearing 21 Savage the whole time or Young Thug you know what I mean it's kind of like yo we could play some of that we could play some of this mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and like that's I guess that's where my, my confusion comes in with that business model of like this is who our target audience is but like I get it but that 65 year old is going to spend some money too you know what I mean yeah and the 65 year olds are normally your returns exactly <laughs> <laughs> they from the neighborhood they the young come boys, once a the week the young guys ain't loyal <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess so, that's where I when 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 we talked about it, the, the spot in Chicago, you know, um, I, I get it. I love our culture, but our culture. I mean, is they play. I, I I didn't say that they only play you know that kind of music. I said they was playing like old school and stuff too. But it was it, like it was just you know it was our culture music. It was music for our culture, not not. That you would think, you know, a white family would listen to. Like, they ain't ah, well, I'm, to I'm okay with rubbers, that. You know yeah, what I'm and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that then. Mm-hmm. I, I thought you yeah. said the second time you went back, it was a little bit more ratchet. I thought you said the, the first the, time the, you went. The crowd, the crowd, uh, like the attendees, uh, okay. the patrons, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a nice, it was a nice balance the first time, you know, it was a nice even spread, mm-hmm. but then, you know. You went back, you know. I got like, you. Oh. I got you. I like the, well, the you hood know. found the spot, you know. Uh, I mean, okay. I don't care. Hey, it is what it is. No, they do got to eat. But, TC, <laughs> we up. get that here, too. Like, from 5 to 7, we play really low, really after work, calm your nerve music. Because this is the after work crowd. They still in their uniform. Yeah, they picking up yeah. dinner for the for the whole family. Mm-hmm. They just they buying four or five pieces. They not getting just one. So this is the crowd that I kind of like. Five to seven, drink they wine, drink they craft beer, get they pizza. Eight thirty to ten thirty. Well, hell, yeah, yeah. let's go with <laughs> it. These are the before we go out to the club, girls. These yeah, are the before yeah, we go yeah. out. This okay. is the date. So I was, I was mis- yeah. I, I thought he was saying like they was playing like you know the ratchet music, but I got you said the crowd. Okay. Yeah. And I um. Yeah. Guess. Well, that's that's yeah. hey man. We gotta yeah. hey whatever. <laughs> so yeah, when I came on Saturday. <laughs> Um, I can attest to the environment. I ordered my pizza. I had a glass of wine and I sat and it was just so like you said, communal because like there were folks sitting at this table and I just kind of sat with them mm-hmm. and I was just talking and then it was a guy at the bar and you know, we started talking about working out. So it was just like, it was just like really just a cool vibe. It was like you come in and you don't, nobody's a stranger. Nobody's a stranger. So it was yeah, a really cool dope. vibe. Your son was walking around talking to everyone and working the crowd so it was it was really cool so but, but man you know i i hate screaming over dinner man turn that down a little yeah. bit i hate screaming <laughs> over dinner man it that, is. that's it, that's it, what it, it was it that's, is. <laughs> but that's where you have to separate restaurants from a joint yeah and that's why when a lot of people get into my dm and they're asking me things and I have to explain to them it's a joint. Yeah, yeah. it's not a restaurant. <laughs> this is this, is, and if you maybe you've never been to an old school juke joint, but I grew up in them. Yeah, you know, sure, so sure, sure. <laughs> there's music, there's fried food, there's talking. They the maybe even be some dancing. Spot. We just ain't got enough room yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I love the live. I just sometimes I just hate like what you say. It's not that loud. No, it it's not that loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I appreciate I, it. Yeah. It's like you know, like if I had to scream, if we're right here. Mm-mm. And you can't hear me because we got to be able to take your order right. Exactly, here too. So exactly. As long as we can still take your yeah. order, 
then and we face the face right here that's cool. proper music I'm cool. level exactly yeah. other right. than that it's too much yeah, it, yeah. that's the club yeah. that's, it is the club <laughs> and this isn't the club because I don't want people to think yes. that this is the club because then you get a whole different uh, clientele yes. that you can't control you can't control mm-hmm. exactly do you do you do you have like your music is it just like play through like a system or you got like a DJ in there Oh, so I have DJs. Um, so the sec- the first weekend Jeez. we were open, I did a live. I that's did the DJ mother, Jump that's in, the spot. <laughs> and he came, and he did a great job. And then through the yeah. week, we kind of like just play off of um, my iPad. And I have some old DJ Goo mixes, some DJ, just some, mm-hmm. some good R&B 80, 90 mixes that you'd be like, wait a minute. And mm-hmm. so I try to throw those on. And then we also mix in some really good up-to-date music as well. But the Last week, my co-worker's father worked in. He's a pastor. The whole genre move sh- shifted in five minutes. Like, oh, <laughs> shift. So <laughs> mm. he done. It's just, it's just, it's respect. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah, and that's what I think it's about. It's just about mm-hmm. respect. It's about respect. And that's why yeah. I don't want young ears in here. Because right, I can't, right. I can't be watchful of everybody's ears. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, I. I respect that. It's about respect. You know it's about what respect. I mean? And if them mugs say, hey, can you turn it down? They turn it up louder. It's like, man, we're going to get up out of here. <laughs> that, was, that was rude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was, that that was, that was, that was, that was the tipping point. It was like, all right, dog. Like, we already yelling. <laughs> and then we, we asked politely, can you, you know, turn it down a little bit? And I'm like, crank. It was like in 10 minutes, crank, cranked it up. I'm like, God. That was a, like, we yeah. want y'all to leave. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't for y'all. Yeah, and that's yeah. a, that, that turned into a club. It did. Yeah. And, and I go to a lot of clubs in Atlanta that are like that. They're dinner clubs. So they start off like from 8 to 11. It's dinner. And then 11 to 2, it is a club. Mm-hmm. They got hookah and everything. You know you don't want no hookah while you eat. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, man, you know how hookah, when you get when you at the hookah spot and you get your food, you're like, damn, man, who's going to keep smoking while you eat? Exactly. Exactly. But damn, but I am going to eat this gyro. Give me the gyro. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta smoke to keep that cold hot a little bit, but man, come on. Yeah, but yeah, I get a couple pulls on that joint, man. <laughs> <laughs> For real, and make sure I chew and swallow it all down, wash it down. Let me let me hit this a few times, and I get yeah. back to the to my yeah. shawarma or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I had something that I, I I wanted to I wanted to bring up, and it was kind of something to you know going back to what you said about your son having, um finding what his passion was um so i had i had of course i think a lot of people probably listen to the jay-z freestyle that he he freestyled about nipsey um a couple weeks ago maybe did did every did you hear that mm-hmm. did, did you hear okay oh, you didn't hear uh man okay well i kind of tell you what he's he basically um he basically was kind of leading into uh, similar to kind of what Nipsey was doing as far as building his community. And, um, you know, he talked about a few other things as far as he, he mentioned the crab in the buckets, um, uh, you know, us standing on each other's shoulders, you know, and everything like that. Uh, and he also talked about kind of like taking our neighborhoods back in so many words, taking our neighborhoods back and just talking about, you know that concept and owning our own and everything like that so i I listened to it and uh naturally you know it it, it, it's motivation uh you're doing it here uh you know you know even 
collaborating with other businesses in the city. And uh, I think we're doing it here with the podcast. You know, uh, we found out that it was, you know, this is kind of, this has been my passion. I'm like, yo, this is dope. I love when someone comes up to me that I, I walk through the mall, somebody see my hat. Like, yo, you listen to that show? I'm like, oh, it's mine. You know, it's dope, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure you had a different type of motivation when you seen social media. you like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that just, you know what I mean? That feeling. But my, my, my question is, uh, as, as this has been an ongoing conversation that we've had probably since the 70s buying back our uh our neighbor taking back over our neighborhoods and um buying black and you know owning your own and things like that i guess i i as i listened to the jay-z freestyle i had some confusion or, or i would see how a lot of people would have confusion because one a lot of people one don't know how to have that mindset Two, they don't have the capital to be even own anything. And three, they don't know what they want to own. So I think a lot of times when people like a Jay-Z, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he says something about, you know, a lot of times his, his money talk is huge. And, and, and a lot of times I can see where your nine to five paycheck to paycheck person, that could put them in a depressed state. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't one. I don't know what the hell I have a passion for, and I'm just sitting here trying to pay my bills because if I don't pay this bill, my house is going to get taken, my car is going to get repoed. So I think where I think I had that that confusion came from, like, you know, should we start having a different kind of conversation in that amongst our people? Because it's easy to say, own your own, you buy back your block, but. I'm working a nine to five. I'm building. I'm paycheck to paycheck, bro. I don't have no way to buy my black. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> buy my block back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and seriously, and I really want to touch on that too because um, everybody can't do it. Um, that's a, that's the reality. The reality is everybody can't do it, um, and it ain't for everybody. I'm glad that you said man, that. I'm going to give you a dab. Give me some. It, right it ain't for everybody. <laughs> oh, man. And it took, and it, t- it I, and, you know, a lot of people don't know that I worked for 17 years in one corporation. So that was all I knew for a long time. The only reason why I got out of there because I needed to create some freedom. And that's when I started to do the brows and do things like that to create. And then that became a business. The missing brick really hasn't hit me yet as far as the success goes for it. Because it's real early in the stages and I ain't made my ROI yet. <laughs> so, in real life, that, it really ain't while, hit me man. yet being an uh, entrepreneurship. Because when you, you have successful businesses, I expect this one to be successful as well. Um, because I did the research and you get what you put out. But again, everyone. And for, and for those people out there who don't understand, tell them what the ROI is. It's a return on my investment. Somebody might be like, what is that? So, yeah. So I haven't really been like, ah. Like at the end of the night, my sister come back with the sales and I'm like, oh. I need <laughs> and, more. And she's like, look, sis. I'm like, okay. 
good. <laughs> and it's thick, but they don't see where I see, and they have never been entrepreneurs before. So what I've done was introduce entrepreneurship to them, and they on their own level. So everyone is not meant to save the world. Everyone's not meant to um, be a leader, be a prophet. The, that is for certain people and we take on a lot every day to deal with this certain type of pressure that people put on you when they expect certain things from you so for the ones who just get up and go to work every day there's nothing wrong with that as Thank long as you. you are living good doing right by yeah. people and spending black <laughs> that is all that matters that yeah. is your contribution to society is spending your money where you know it goes back into the society. That is it. You don't have yes. to be the main person in it. Just spend with it. Everybody can't be a boss. Every, and and, and so you're not true. going to be. And you're not going to be. Do you guys remember, like, I think it was maybe a year ago, Dame Dash had mm -hmm. made these statements about basically like people club. who work yes. a nine to five and saying, like, you know, if you don't have your own business, you, if you're not a boss and all that stuff. And I'm like, that's not for everybody. But, but, but that's kind of like the conversation that a lot of, like we have in our culture mm -hmm. a lot. You know what I mean? And everyone can't be Nipsey. Everyone, everyone can't, can't be, be Jay. Nope. And I think that's kind of like, you know, uh, that's kind of like the motivation that we have in our block to where I said the nine to five guy might get depressed because he doesn't even know what he, what his passion is. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think, if we want to come together and and come together as a people, we have to start talking to that nine to five guy just as much as we're talking to the person who can be a boss. Exactly. Because like I said, nine to five, you don't have to be the boss. You can just be a, just an active person in the community showing up at the community events. Come show on. up and show out. I, you don't need – I see a lot of things going on in different – cities where which is a lot different from indiana and it's mainly because they cities show up and show out for them so if you're a nine to fiver mm -hmm. and you can't figure out how you are going to make your contribution to the community then how about just supporting the people who are making the contribution come buy to the pizza community. once come a week buy pizza <laughs> once a week because you know this is going back to the community so um and, and that's the best way to start building the blocks because you're not useless. You're not, mm -hmm. you're not, we're not, not forgetting you, you know, but because these same people need their health care. Everybody can't live without health insurance. And everyone's not responsible enough. One, like you said, health care or everyone. Hey, listen, man, my job pays for my pension. Everyone's not smart enough to go say, yo, I'm going to invest and do this. Like, exactly. I, I talked to someone and a good friend of mine, and we were having lottery talk. You know, mm -hmm. you'd be like, what, if you, what would you do if you hit the lottery? Boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and everybody would be like, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do that. And they told me, they were like, um, uh, I'll give you, if I hit the lottery, I'll give you 500000 And I was like, no, you got to give me more than that. You know, I was just, it was just a <laughs> right. conversation. Mm -hmm. And uh, they got mad. They were like, yo. I can't stand when people do that. If you give me five hundred thousand, I'm gonna turn. No, yeah. If you give me five hundred thousand, I'm gonna turn it into uh, fifty million. I'm like, how? 
How? Now how you gonna flip it? <laughs> how, you gonna flip how you gonna flip because it? Because if it's that easy, I'm gonna give you five hundred dollars <laughs> and I want you to turn it into fifty thousand. No, easily. <laughs> you know you what I mean? Already have this in your mind. Already, if you already got the, if you already know how to change five hundred thousand into fifty million, I'm gonna give you my five hundred dollars <laughs> and flip that to fifty thousand. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If it's that easy. If it's that easy, but it's not. It's not. It's not. Man. It's not. <laughs> we always say I'm gonna invest. I always ask people in what. Yeah, and, and that was my issue when I was, I've been running my spa for 10 years, so it, it basically runs itself, so I needed something else to do, something else to invest in, but there's a lot of businesses out here, there's a lot of franchises I could invest in, there was a lot, but unfortunately, I roll my dice on cue every time, every time, it's like, no, I'm going to bet on me, I'm going to create something that we don't have here and it took me a while because I went through three or four different schemes or uh, themes on what I was going to do with the restaurant and I knew I wanted a restaurant I knew because there's nothing to do in Indy but if you're going to do something they go eat they going to eat it's go eat it, so <laughs> you might as well eat listen to good music and have a yes, good time yes. so I, that's where that came from but so many people can't reach that deep end how do we talk to the nine to five person though what do we say? Just come buy pizza? We No, we just say keep going to work because we don't need y'all on the unemployment rate. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. then that becomes a downhill cycle all the way around for the community. So keep going to work. If you only thing you need to realize that your 9 to 5 ain't working for you if you don't like it. Mm. But if you like going to work, you like your co-workers, if you are meeting your bills, if you are creating your savings, or you are paying into your pension, your 401 is getting set up, what's wrong with that? Mm. My daddy did that for 30-some years. On, Wasn't nothing wrong with that. The hardworking yep. man yeah. is still a good man. I'm, the yeah. hardworking woman is still a good woman. And for me, like me being an entrepreneur and, and doing three or four different things at a time, I personally prefer people with a nine to five. <laughs> they are a little bit more structured than me. <laughs> they are. I'm everywhere all the time because I'm doing five to six things. But that nine to five, they did that nine to five, and they can do whatever I need them to do. Because work is done, and they don't bring work home. I bring work to the bed at night. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, that's, I, you know, it's almost like a balance. We need we need, need both. We need it both <laughs> ways. Need both. Because yeah. the nine to fives come in here after work. The nine to fives buy your product. The, you would be amazed how many entrepreneurs don't spend within the city or spend with you because they feel like people outside the city are doing better than you. So they do that. You know, I offer training. They won't train with me all the time. They'll go outside the city with someone who has a bigger following. Social media is really plays a big part because That's they so. you can sell anything. So do you think, kind of like what like Tandy said, uh, that Dame Dash mentality, if you don't own your own, if you, it, it's like a weakness. Is that, is that something that's, is that something that's, do you guys think that's like culturally that's taught, is that something like, do you think that's exclusively to us? Because like, is it? Do you think other cultures are having this type of conversation, or is it like that's the black conversation? Because economically, we are so far behind. We feel like the only way to get out of this economic last place economically, you know what I mean? Do you think that that's why we have that conversation with each other? I think it is because 
I don't believe that these conversations go on in other ethnicities. I don't um, because they do what we do. They give it to their kids. They do what I did. Yeah. I gave it to my kids. They don't have to look for it. So they do the same thing. You really work up growing, working in your daddy's factory. You work up working in your daddy's firm and other businesses like this. So I think it is, I think it's such a big deal now because anything is marketable. So what they're saying on that note, no matter what it is, people buy it. I mean, in, in the reality, they do, but you got to have that confidence and you got to have that natural entrepreneur skill to sell it. But this is a market where if, if there's anything you want to do, the time is now. If you're going to do it, the time is now. So, but if you don't got it in you to do it, don't feel like you coming up short or you behind. Yeah, I think that's where we, I think that's what happens. I think, I think a lot of people, they do not continue to push their passion or to find their passion because they fall short of what they think success is. They fall short. I've seen plenty of people, and I just, I just use the podcast game for an example. I've seen plenty of people who was very excited about starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. They look at their listens. They see 12 people. Next episode, damn, I only seen 20. Damn, that's my mama who listened to two of them. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and and I, I think what happens is people will say, you know what, man? This is not turning into the 92,000 Jay-Z so easily spoke about. Or this is not turning into the big business that this social media guy said that was so easy. And initially, I was like, yo, if I had 20 listens, I was hyped because I was like, yo, 20 no, people seriously. heard my voice. No, exactly. <laughs> and then I just I stopped forgetting. You know, I, of course, I watch it because, of, you know, you, you figure out like, OK, what hashtag should we use or, you know, that's mm-hmm. statistics time and things yeah, like that. What time mm-hmm. should we drop? Or exactly. Should eight o'clock, you know, you pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. But. I said, you know what? I don't care, man. I'm like, yo, my first episode, I had 15, 20 people. I'm like, yo. I still go live and get five. (laughs) And I still go live. I mean, this is the thing. And I think that is the big thing because social media got you thinking you got to have 200 uh, viewers on your live or you got to have 50 to 60 likes to know that you are acceptable to your community. And Again, that's why entrepreneurship is not for the weak, because it will make you fold. You've been spent five grand on your equipment, and because in the first two weeks you didn't get what you thought you should have got out of, you didn't box it all back up, and now you're done. You just, done think, but you just ain't found the right topic. Yes, that's the, that engage with your audience. It ain't got nothing to do. The equipment works fine. Your voice works fine. <laughs> You just don't yeah. have the topic yet. So keep I, going. Yeah. And find out who those 20 people are and hit them up and thank them personally. And, and be like, then, yo, can you share it? And, what, and then, not only, what would y'all like to hear? Sometimes you got to ask, you know, okay, yeah. I'm a little at loss with what y'all want to listen to, but what y'all want to hear from me today? Gotcha. I, could put, I could put that into the mood. We could talk about that. I know I bring things to the table, but what y'all want to talk about next week? You know, because maybe if you get their input and you can figure out what they want to talk about, mm-hmm. you'll get more people. Listening, but you can't be concerned. That's on social media. I stopped because I'm gonna tell you, likes and followers don't guarantee cash. Boom. That I'm I'm a I know that for 
I had to, I teach my girls in my salon that they get they go learn something new and then they like I'm like you ain't posting. No one's taking it. No one's taking it yet. Keep I will post the same picture every day in a new filter until they bite. They will bite. You gotta believe in you. So that's the thing. Entrepreneurship takes a lot of seeing the end before you get to the end. And you gotta have that's faith. Mm-hmm. You gotta have faith, and a lot of people don't have faith. Like you gotta see the end. Yeah, man. I think a lot of faith is lost because, again, like you said, people get motivated behind the wrong thing. Yeah. And you know, uh, you get someone who is very successful discussing it, and you think that I'm going to be like him, and then you don't turn out like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. know? you know. And that's they the don't they don't trust the process, man. Yeah, they don't trust another, the process. That's it. I was gonna say, I think another the, thing too, like in our culture, the word "boss" is thrown around so loosely, and everybody wants to be like, "I'm a boss," and boss it's like, sure. what are you doing? Why are you a boss? And you, you know, really and don't want not, these problems, <laughs> right? And the word yeah, yeah. sometimes, I, I mean, I, and I hear a lot of people who say they don't like that word, you know, and it's all about leadership. So it's, I think that word gets thrown around so loosely and people feel like, you know, if I'm not a boss, then I'm not doing anything. I believe that too. And me personally, I don't really care for the word boss at Mm -hmm. all. Um, I never really throw that around in any of my hashtags or, or anything to that degree because what is a boss? I mean, that's the thing. And when I was working, I didn't really care for the boss. Nobody did. <laughs> right. Nobody likes the so boss. So I don't really want to be the boss. Be quiet. Be quiet. Here come the boss. <laughs> right. I don't want to be labeled as the boss. You know, um, I will say this, though. Um, it does take a certain amount of leadership skills. Yes. And um, I'm experiencing that now, especially working with a team. And my team is fully family. So they used to seeing me one way. And they see me mm-hmm. here. And I tr- I'm, I'm a totally, totally different person here i shut down the kitchen in a minute and make them regroup and you know what sadly is something you just said it's sadly what's sad a lot of bosses do not have leadership skills exactly a nope. boss was something that you got hired to be that don't mean you got a, you're a leader exactly. you know what i'm saying you interviewed for this position and you became the boss but that don't mean you're a great mm-hmm. leader you said the you know? skills to be yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's your it. resume was <laughs> right. good enough to be this boss that's it but you didn't have you don't have that that interpersonal right. skill to talk to people, how to treat people. And I think along with, and I really do say this, a lot of times that's why people under underestimate the nine to five. I learned customer care. I learned customer service. I learned how mm-hmm. to conflict resolution. I learned leadership working 17 years for a corporation. So do not underestimate what you learn from a job. I learned how to get to a job on time if you want to get paid. So there's a lot of benefits you get from working a nine to five that you put into your entrepreneurship. But you, I feel like a lot of businesses that don't succeed over the first couple years, a lot of them are so young, coming straight from high school, going straight into entrepreneurship, they never worked a job. They don't know how to get to the appointments on time. They don't know how to conflict resolution. They do that on social media. You talk about your client on social media. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to do certain things to maintain their business because they never worked for a job. Gotcha. So don't underestimate the nine to fivers because these are the people that are equipped with leadership skills. Yeah. That's the thing. They just don't know where to use them at. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that we have an issue in our community of 
defining what passion means because a lot of a lot of times i think pa- people think passion means i'm going to make a million off something i call my passion yeah like does passion a lot does passion equal dollars not at all <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. A lot of people have passion and don't know how to monetize off of it. You know, you may, in some things it's not, you may be passionate about painting little figurines. I'm passionate about, I love movies. I love going to To, watch movies. I don't want to make no movie to make money off that movie. No, but (laughs) what you could do is be a great reviewer. Like, I like to travel. So, why not start blogging your resorts, getting paid? There's so many things that tap into with the things that you have passion for. Not like I said, not everything is monetary though. Like I have a thousand ideas and not all of them you can monetize off of. But the point of them are is like passion comes from something you love to do. Whether you're making money or not, you just love yes. doing it. I think now, we get lost in the sauce get of some money this, off of it. Money. That's the icing on the cake. But to do something that you get up and love to do in your spare time. Um, that creates, which is a passion for you. You always, you won't get rich. You might be able to make a living, but I, it may not be rich. Yes, I asked a friend of mine who said he wanted to start a podcast because he just thought that he had, you know, great ideas, and maybe he did. But I, I told, I, I asked him. I said, "Are you okay with doing this for free?" I said, "Because if you're not going to be, if you're not okay for doing this for free and being consistent, this is something you don't want to do, because." You're not going to see money right away with this podcast thing. There's a lot of people doing this. And if you think you're about to get rich just because you put out your your opinion and your views, I was like, nine times out of ten, that's not going to happen. So if you're okay with getting 20 listens, not getting money, and staying consistent doing it every week, this might be something you want to do. If not, bro, this, you don't want to do this, man. You know what I'm saying? Because... I think people just automatically think, yo, I'm about to be up here with Joe Rogan, who is the number one guy in podcasting, because I listen to his show and he's getting paid a lot of money doing it. And I can do that, too. Nah, bro. But can you? <laughs> exactly. Do you have those resources? He got some resources. That's what his resources. <laughs> and, and, and you got to. And I think a lot of people. Um, and I want to say this because I utilize my resources especially with this business um, and a lot of my resources I got from my spa business learning that, oh, you have a master's degree in business? Let me run this past you. Oh, you a chef? What you think about this? Does this flavor go with this flavor? Use your resources. That's how you're going to find your passion. You know, a lot of times you look over to people sitting right next to you and they can help you. Mm-hmm. Do we have a problem? Again, I keep bringing it back to the culture. Is that something we have a problem doing? Asking for help? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, because you don't want to give nobody else the props for your success. So you don't want to ask for any type of help. I don't mind sharing the success at all. Um, why not? You know what? And I can attest to that because you hold classes. You teach women how to microblade, how to do ombre, how to tint eyebrows, how to, you know, you teach them that. She holds classes like Once every, a month. Yeah, mm-hmm. on Sundays. Um, I was an eyebrow model, and there were tons of women in that class. But the thing is, you you are willing to share that knowledge. What they do with that knowledge, once you give it to them, that's on them. And I feel like you don't ha- lack that confidence thinking like, oh, I didn't taught her my secret on how I do this, so now I might lose a client. Because I feel like you have that rapport with your clients because I'm not going nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so I feel like 
you are willing to teach others, you're willing to bring people up. And that's good because I think we lack that in our culture. Yes, but I do, do you, too. Do you think we lack that in our culture because we have this, hey, man, don't trust nobody. We got the, hey, man, don't trust nobody. I don't want her to get bigger than me. Dang, she cute. She going to start doing brows, too. It becomes a, it's so. But, Q, that's something you had to learn because you did say that you had the don't trust nobody but Q. I did. I had okay. to learn that. I had, to, and that's when letting, and someone asked me the other day, like, when do you know it was time when I was willing to share it? Mm. Share my space and share my knowledge. That's when I knew it was time to move on. Mm. Yeah. Because now I share everything. I share mm. my space down there. I share all my knowledge. I just had a class this Sunday and Monday for Mother's Day, and they soaked me dry. You know, and I'm willing to share it with them. They also get a, another month of access to me to help with any other questions or anything like that. So I think you get to the next level by helping next person get to the next level. You know, and I, I think people don't get that. They think that if they take somebody up, it's going to deflate where they are. And it doesn't. It just boosts you higher because... Everybody tags me like, oh, I was trained by Q. This is Q. I'm this, this, this. And, I, and I'm appreciative of it. But they don't have to do that. And it gives you more fulfillment. Of it gives me more fulfillment. More and that is you do it for purpose. You do it. I, I love to see these girls learning and knowing that they're going to be there and create their bottom line and mm. create some freedom, which is going to create some choices and create, you know, just a lot man, of things. And I hate that we're not like that more so in our culture, man. But it's, I think it's coming. Yeah. I think it's coming. And, I tried to be that way. If somebody tell me that they want to start podcasting, I'd be like, yo, hit me up. I'll show you everything to do. Yeah, I think it's coming. I think it's just, for one, indie. I think indie is very crab in, a, crab in a barrel. If you're not part of the in crowd, I don't even know who the in crowd is, but I'm not part of the in crowd. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that it's because I'm in Indianapolis, and I, I always try to defend Indianapolis in that manner because – the minority, the minority percentage is very small here compared to, like, we always try to jump on, like, so when we have this conversation, right, we mm -hmm. always go, like, yo, when I went to Atlanta, mm -hmm. or, yo, when I went to Houston, uh -huh. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because the, the population is <laughs> way bigger. There's way more black people there, you know what I mean? There is, um, and I do want to reach on that because we are, we're a big city, though. we over a million people, and, but... Yes, African-Americans is the minority of it all. That's why you really can't pigeonhole yourself in to just your African-American um, clientele, or you will starve to a certain degree. That's why we welcome all. Yeah. We feed all. Yeah, you just got to yeah, listen yeah. to this music and get this vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We got to stop comparing ourselves to Houston and Atlanta and Chicago. Well, we're not. We're not. Yeah, yeah. We're not there. I think that's, and I think that's what happens. A lot of people get the experience of those other cities and then we come back here and then we lose motivation and we lose our purpose and we lose our our vision mm -hmm. because it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's one thing that I've tried to do and it's something that we are doing in August. You know, I'm like, yo, um, and I'm like, yo, in August, let's try to bring all the black podcasts, a lot of the black podcasts in the city mm -hmm. and let's do an event and let's try to put their their podcast in front of other pla uh, their platform in front of other people's fans and just try to bring it all together you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i can't houston podcast the black podcast in houston they've been doing that okay but i can't really i can't compare because they there you know how many there's like 50 black podcasts exactly. in houston you know what exactly. i mean so mm -hmm. but yeah i think we have it's, to get out I, of that i want 
How about to say, I was just going to uh, piggyback on that, man. It's because, uh, you know, being, <laughs> I'm kind of like on the, on the, on the fence of, of what y'all saying right now. And not, and, and not necessarily that, um, I don't want to say people go to other cities and then come back and get, you know, lose motivation. Um, but one thing I have seen, you know, a, in Indy, like if I just compare it, let's just say Indy to Chicago for now. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. You know, you got to a larger you know black market young professional market uh here why is it that you know you can come up you know that was that was a complaint of a lot of people you know that i you know hang around with you know your late 20 to early 40 crowd like why can i drive three hours up the road and have this banging day party and then i try to do this day party here and like 20 people show up like why is that and and, I th- and you know i don't think it was a lack of motivation because i mean for example you look at you know uh jeff and them and the folks that did you know party girl ball which you know just had his third year this year you know that was something that you know they see these adult prom style fundraisers you know geared towards you know the young professional minority crowd and it's like you know we do this in you know in this city in that city why can't we do it you know and put it on successfully and then with over the three years it has grown so i think that people go to these other cities and see what's going on and try to bring it, you know, to Indy with the hopes that, you know, it'll catch on and grow and be successful and, and not think, the, you know, the latter and, and feel like, or the opposite and feel like it's, you know, ah, you know, we can't do that in Indy. But, I mean, I've, I, you know, personally have seen it where it's like, dang, you know, I felt that, like, before I lived here would, you know, drive up, it's like, man, let's yeah. do this, you know about to kick it day party it's about to be crazy you know mm-hmm. then you come back home and mm-hmm. then it's like all right day party here nap all right we going to epic and then <laughs> you know we show up and then it'd be like 20 people i'm like what I'm like why why like where is everybody why are people mm-hmm. not coming out yeah and so yeah. it's like it's 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 puzzling you know but i don't think it's a lack of motivation it's just trying to i don't know i feel like i feel like mm-hmm. indy is really clickish and it's got its pockets of people who like certain yep. things. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I, I think that's where, you know, I, and I feel like the, you know, like you said, Jones, the, the black population is a little, you know, a little smaller there. And yeah. I think it's too small to be cliquish. And it's like, all right, <laughs> I need everybody, I agree. On, <laughs> need everybody on board. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You, can't, you can't have like five or six different cliques, you know, mm-hmm. within the black population. I like the hood. I like the young professional i like the you know whatever i'm not gonna start labeling clicks or whatnot but mm-hmm. yeah, you get what yeah. i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. you you want everybody like hey like you say with your piece of joint like i want everybody to show up to this i don't care who you are or what you like to do come eat good come catch this vibe you know come have a good time sure. and i just think we need more of that attitude not only from yeah. establishments and events and promoters but you know the people within the city yeah, I think you I think you said something that's correct, TC. I think a lot of times people go to these other cities and they get the motivation and then they say, OK, I'm motivated to do it here. And then they get 20 people to show up. And that's when they like lose. the podcast. Shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. nah, bro. And that's when they <laughs> right. And that's when they lose motivation mm-hmm. and then they lose their vision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think like. But is that an entrepreneur, though? Not at all. That's not an entrepreneur. That's, my point. Yeah. That's exactly. when we get back exactly. to you nine to five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Go back to work. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yo, because get that 20 and be like, all right, I'm going to get 30 next week. That's what we do. You'd be like, okay, well, let me hold a little. Okay, bring your friend this week. You're going to get some free mimosas. Like, double up. We're going to have 40 next week. Bring your buddy. You know, it's like you got to keep moving. Yeah, but that 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 ROI that you brought up though, they probably like it's twenty people ain't gonna cut this ROI. That's it. You gotta you gotta stay in the uh, the entrepreneurship mind. Yes, and that's kind of my point of what I'm saying. Of you go with Chicago motivation and then you come back with Indianapolis results. Yeah. That's why I'm saying we gotta (laughs) stop. We gotta stop. We got we. I think we really do have to stop comparing. Like looking at these cities and saying, yo, when I was in Atlanta or I went to Atlanta and I seen this event, we had to start saying, all right, cool. And it's something Q, you continue to say, you had the business mentality to say, all right, cool. Let me look at my demographic. Let me look at, I can't, I'm not going to go to Chicago or I'm not going to Atlanta and say, it's going to be looking just like that one. You said, all right, let me look at my demographic. Let me look at what Indianapolis is mm-hmm. and then I'm going to base my business and my motivation off, off the reality of, of Indianapolis. Exactly. Not the reality of what you're going to get in a much bigger city with a much bigger population. Yeah, we ain't gonna you, have that. You, you're not going to get that. <laughs> not instantly. You might get it later. Yes. But yes, it's yes, not yes, going to yes. be instantly. And right, I watch right, right. a lot of up and coming restaurants in D.C., in Detroit, in <sighs> Atlanta, yeah. and they be having lines out the mm-hmm. door. Like, People yeah, show yeah. up and wait in the rain 45 Come minutes on, to man. get whatever they selling. Hey, that's why that club owner told them, I'm going to turn my music up because guess what? They still going to come. Because they still going to come. You do that here, they're going to be like, all right, cool. You <laughs> and right. they writing the Yelp. <laughs> and they, they tell them that they going to make a status about it on yeah, Facebook. Like, yeah, it gets yeah. so personal. All right, you do that here if you want to. <laughs> it gets very personal. And then they might know somebody. And then they tell other people who yes. know people. It, just, it becomes, it, it hurts your business rather than helping your business. But I do believe that Indy needs to be shaken up. That's why I called it the missing brick. Like, every time I say that, people be like. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I know I know you kind of explained the name a little bit, but go deeper into it. What, the name? Well, I wanted it to be controversial. I did. I wanted people to think whatever they want to think about it. Is she selling dope? What is she flipping <laughs> brick? <laughs> what a, I ain't never thought about that. <laughs> she doing with this missing brick? <laughs> I, of course, I we thought have a, brick <laughs> as in like brick oven pizza. That's it is. I thought brick. It is. Okay, it's, um, sure. But right. you get so many different. But, people. Hey, secretly, she talking about that brick she lost in the. Uh, <laughs> no, for real. We gonna put that third uh, grand. All we put white, it back in all here. white bricks. <laughs> Off white bricks, Let white me, My bricks. pizza is shaped like a brick. They come in white boxes yes. like a brick. Nice. Like, um, it is to cause a little controversy because we don't have any here. Everybody is so straight and safe. narrow. Like, you're safe. Like, even when I went to the alcohol board and I was trying to get my license for the alcohol, and they asked me, can you tell me something about the missing brick? What is it? Because what is it? And I explained to them, I'm like, it's everything piece has been missing. I mean, we have, of course it's a brick oven, but on top of that, we collaborate with brick and mortars and it's to build back the community brick by brick. That's dope. You know, it's it, simple. Dude. And if we could just start with small little businesses like this, mm-hmm. for people to know, a lot of people want to start stuff, but they scared of how the city's going to take them. Yeah. Like you want to bring something here, but you got a name for it, but you like, but the, ain't nobody going to like it because the name is this. And I'm like, 
We need these type of things here. We we are so straight. Now that's why the culture don't know where the culture is here. Yeah, yeah. Because really, we, yeah. they have day parties on Geist, and they're fat. <laughs> they yeah. have day parties Shh, other in other cultures. Yeah. You know, and they're fine on a Sunday. Yeah, man. I mean, you. I think you, like you said, I think you have to go out on a limb. I mean, listen, yeah. the trap. You got to go out on the limb. The trap. The trap. You got to go out on the limb. We you, And people got to know what we're doing it for. Yeah. So I didn't like, want to name it. what is the trap? It. Yeah. Like, yo, this is the name of my restaurant. This is the name. Yeah. It's the trap. And what we do all day, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like yeah, I told him yeah. last week, it was so packed in this parking lot. My neighbors probably think I'm selling dope. <laughs> and we know. You are. Not. You are. <laughs> you know? That pizza is dope. But is it addictive? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. And, yeah. but... The point was, was to cause a little riffraff. That's what's up. Yeah. You know, because yeah. if we stay straight and narrow, nothing's going to change. I and so. I got a few more yeah. other ones in my pocket that's going to stir them up. But that's what's up. I'm for stir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Let's, you should hey, link man. up with the uh, with the Speedway. Be real with the with the whole brick idea. Just throwing that out there. Well, you know, what? what's so funny is when I went to the pizza convention, they was like, oh, yeah, for the Indie Brick. The Indy 500. Yeah, like, see, okay, yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Not really. But, hey. Go with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that could be you. That, but for real, that could be an angle in. Like, hey, we should It, it can be. And, really? you know, hopefully sometime next year around this time, because, you know, the race is in a couple of weeks, um, we'll be setting up the brick fireplace That's out there. Up, you know, it's Come just, on now. That's what I'm talking about. A slice house. Like, we're going to be sl- throwing them slices yeah, out to yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be dope. And yeah. that was the purpose the of the mural. The missing brick at the brickyard. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what's up. Can Come on. Talk, can we talk about the mural? I love it. Yes. So, the mural. Um, my guy, Reese, did this mural. And um, that was the first thing I wanted to put in here so people can really know what it is. So, of course, we centered it around Nipsey Hussle because, um, let me be honest. I didn't know Nipsey Hussle before his death. I'm over 40. Didn't have an idea about it. I was already on his movement because I just believe in this regardless. Yeah, believe me, you're not the only one. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, I was, I, I actually acquired this building in October of last year. We've been working on it since then. So, but when I realized who he was and what he was doing for the community and realized we had so much in common, I had to put him on my wall because I just knew like if I would have really listen to him before his you know passing I probably would have been 10 steps ahead of the game you know and I have been listening to him since then but I, I sent it around him then I threw Jay-Z in there of course Cardi B we got Rick Ross we got the Migos I've I, I messed with the Biggie in the <laughs> bathroom mm-hmm. Ooh, we got Niggy we got Biggie in the bathroom That's we got dope. Tupac in the ladies room mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so I really <laughs> just wanted to um bring in people who affect our culture and people who are really, really, even though Cardi B is ratchet, she speaks to so many young ladies, you know, on so many levels. She motivates a lot. And she motivates a lot. And if you listen to her outside of her shenanigans, she's quite intelligent, you know. So I really wanted to bring that. And not only that, these are the people that these young people follow and mimic. So for them to walk in and see them on the wall, and it's also our picture wall. So That's what I was going to ask. Did you know that it was going to take off? Because everyone I saw on social media who came, to the missing brick, I seen them make sure they take a picture in front of there, and that's almost like your staple. Like, that's my yo, staple. I know where you at. I, I know, know where you at. <laughs> well, I did. I wanted yeah. to create that wall for that reason. Um, I wanted people to know that's the picture wall. That is when you come to the missing brick. We also have a signature wall right here, and 
Jones, you're going to have to sign it before you leave. But it's a wall of positivity. And anytime, like, we walk in here, and I tell other people, if you walk in here and you feel some type of way, go read the wall. It's so much love on that wall. I'd be like, girl, you are the shit. It said you the shit, Q. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you proud, Q. Hey, man, put, put my initials up there too, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because it really is this is supposed to be nothing but positivity going on in here That's so when you look at this wall these people speak positivity back mm -hmm. into our community as much as we can so yes no i didn't think it was going to take off you really don't know what the city is oh, going to sure. gravitate yeah, yeah, to yeah. of course because indie funny That's what's up, indie man, funny man. but i knew mm -hmm. um they don't want to be left out either. Nope. You do not want to get left out of this movement. And that's what I keep trying to explain to people. Like, it's just getting started, but it's a movement. So you could be a part of the beginning of the movement mm -hmm. and be like, oh, my, my name's on the wall. And I was here when she first opened. And now she got every star that comes to the city stopping in there to get them a trap pizza, yeah. get them an yeah. OG. Yeah. Now you're going to be a part of the movement. So let's be our own. Let's put ourselves on before these big people come and put us on. Because we know we got the all-stars coming next year. Yeah. We know people coming. Yeah. But why can't yeah. we put ourselves on first? You know, it's I love having conversations with you and people like Maxie who love the city and who really want the city to blow. Uh, shout out to Jamar. Jamar's the same way, man. He's he's very supportive. Matter of fact, he's one of the people that came. I seen, you know, when I when I knew I was coming and I seen that he he came with his wife and ate and they took mm -hmm. a picture in front of the of the mural. And I was just like, yo, man, I just when I see people like I said, like yourself, Maxie, and people who speak for the city, who really want to see the city do well, it makes me understand, like, yo, there's other people out here who want to do it. You know what I mean? Because I remember it's dope. City. It's dope. I remember. I've been here a long time. I wasn't mm -hmm. raised in Bournemouth, but I've been here a long time. And I remember when we had Soul Fest in Washington Park. Mm -hmm. I remember the greatness of the city when Circle City Classic was everything man, for the weekend like, oh, oh my goodness black expo man we was shit. looking forward to the free concert on, like i, I remember be like yo how many numbers did you get exactly <laughs> so and it ain't went too far we just stopped loving on our city that's it you know that's and then we, I mean, we went through a couple of the changes of course with you know the drug epidemic and now we have a different drug epidemic going on that they weren't quite ready for you know that's the um prescription meds but sure. they getting a hold on that and i think once we rise past all of that we're gonna return everything circus back around i think we'll come yeah. back i think just people have to start having to have you know um, more mentality like yourself and we other people that's doing the city that's coming together and working trying to do things regardless if it's in the restaurant business regardless if it's in the podcast business the rappers the whoever it is i think is i think it i think we'll i think we'll be good I but we gotta stop leaving yeah everybody want to say oh i'm leaving i'm going down to atlanta why would you go where everything <laughs> is at <laughs> No, seriously. Well, I right. think people think the grass is greener. The grass so people is need greener. to see it. People need they to do, really experience it. They do, but I'm it. like, you cannot keep taking what's needed here yeah. and taking it to a city or a state that already has Saturated. 10 of them. Yeah, Saturated. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. so. you, you see these pizza joints everywhere in Miami. Because pizza's big in Miami. So why would I take it there? I would love to live there, but I can't make no money there. Mm -hmm. You know, build your city up so it ain't even so much about your neighborhood. Just sometimes just love on your city. That's it. That's it. Q, 
Thank you so much, man. This has been fun. It was. Came through and blessed us real hey, quick. Hey, TC, this is what I want to ask Q, and I'm going to put a special request out. When Q starts doing the pizza of the week, we want the Steaks is High pizza. Steaks <laughs> okay. is High podcast. Ooh. Okay. 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 <laughs> you know, I'm down for some Me and TC will come put, some, come put some little special little twist to our uh, own That's pizza. That's all you got to yeah. do. <laughs> Think about what you like. <laughs> Speaking of, I was going to say oh, yeah. before we, we go. Name. I got an idea too. Now Give pizzas me pizzas off. Yeah, name your pizzas off. All right, so we have s- uh, basically six specialty pieces. We have the OG, which is our original gangsta. It's the meat pizza. Of course, it has a one of a kind imported pepperoni along with four other sausages and bacon and ham. We have the pineapple express, which is a pulled pork, bacon, and pineapple red <laughs> onion. We have the trap pizza, of course, which is. Chef Oya's Trap Restaurant Specialty. We have the Smoking Chick, which is Q's creation, which is if you're a buffalo wing lover, you're going to love that one. We have the Hippie, which is our veggie. And then we also have the Woodstock, which is another collaboration, which is with the Hanks, with the um, beef brisket and cheese. And I'm working on two collaborations for this summer. I'm just waiting on them to present me with their recipes. And hopefully this summer I'll have two summer pieces as well to go along. And we're just going to continue to collaborate with these brick and mortars throughout the city. That's what's up. That's dope. Yeah, man. Dope, dope. Yeah, when you when you get when, as soon as you, when it's when you get bigger and that's going to be soon and you start doing a pizza of the week, Steaks is high podcast pizza. I'm with it. I'm with it all the time. Because let me tell you, when I tell people, I mess with who mess with me. That's what's up. You man. know, like people up. always know how you end up hurt. Oh, well, she come to me. That's what's up, man. I'm glad we've been able to, you know, come and, you know, be a part of this experience. And I'm definitely coming back to, you know, dig into one. I might get that OG. That OG sound official. Let me tell you. And we are open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We open up at 5 p.m. We are a joint, so we are after work and evening hours only. We will not be expanding to daytime or earlier days. Those are our days. That's what's up, man. Q, thank you. Thank you, are you welcome. Tandy. Tandy, thank you for Thank you, Tandy, for inviting up, me. You're welcome. Just, I'm glad you... Uh, she said it a couple weeks ago, and I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, TC, we got to do this. I started seeing pictures on social media. Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, we got to do sure. this. It's been crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. we got we to gotta get you on for, um, you know, one of these months, man. Sponsor sponsor uh, ad space, too, man, on yeah. the episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, put the word out there about your, about your, your business, man, yeah. about the pizza joint. So. Yes, yeah. we need to we, love on we, this joint. I'm t- because let me tell you, what people don't if we don't love on it, they gonna take over it. That's it. Because it's good food. Right. That's the thing. That's what people don't understand. Like people, they will take over what's good. Come on, man. That's why we gotta love on it. Come on, man. <laughs> love on it. Yep. Support it. Keep support it. it keep love it, on yeah. it. Like. Yeah, man. Get uh, bodies in there, man. That's it. That's it, man. So, mm-hmm. um. Check you out. Come to. Oh, you want to. What about eyebrows? Well, somebody want to come get the eyebrows done too? Oh, yeah. Where so can they I'm, find you, your social media and everything? Yeah. So a lot of people know me as the Indies Brow Diva. I own Q Alexander Brows off of 82nd and Bash. You can find me on Instagram at Q Alexander Brows. And please go follow the Missing Brick Indie so you can keep up with everything we got going on and turn on your post notification for all our contests that we're going to have going on over the next month and to get ready for our patio party June 8th. Stakes is high. We'll be up in the building. So 
I'm I'm there. TC, you might have to make a special trip, brother. Mm-hmm. Come on, TC. Uh, yeah, I know, man. <laughs> bring the fam. Bring the fam. Come on down. We're going to have patio open. Tell them the music is low. <laughs> the music's low. <laughs> Hey, we will have uh, Q tagged on everything on our social media, and we will make sure we get her all tagged on um, everything that we have as far as this episode goes. So, um, TC, uh, where can they find us, brother? At Stasis High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakeshighpod at gmail.com. Cheer. Cheer. All right, man. We're going to get out of here. Q, thank you again. You're thank welcome. you again. We got to do this again. Once you, once you get your second store out west and you get your third one out in – Everywhere. By Purdue. Yeah. Kind of go by them colleges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you one. Hey, we from Ball True. State Church. Church. True. You gotta get you, you one. Already know. <laughs> we gonna. Hey, Greeks. We coming for your neck. We coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So thank you. Um, we gonna get out of here. And Tandy, thank you again. Welcome. And TC, anything else, brother? I'm good, man. I don't have to make this trip, though. Get some of this pizza. That's all I know. For sure, for sure, for sure. All right. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Stakes is Hot Podcast. Peace. All right. Peace.